Phoenix Kalita. We are doing a little swap cast. Have you missed me? It's been so long. <laughs> Sorry. Um, been a little bit busy, but of course, now that I'm basically um, self-quarantining with this whole uh, coronavirus, I might have time to do some more recording because I probably shouldn't leave the house with my health conditions. So keeping uh, going outside to a minimum exciting stuff. Uh, hopefully everyone is staying as safe as possible at this time. Um, so swap cast, sex worker rights news, a couple things. I have two stories I want to do. And then I also just want to, uh, cover this, uh, I guess mini thread on Twitter. Um, this was tweeted by, uh, at swap behind bars and, um, it's about Joey the player, right? So I've talked about him on the swap cast before. Um, he gets talked about on Twitter with a certain amount of frequency. This is somebody who has a history of offering sex workers, uh, really great rates and then either robbing them, assaulting them. Um, as far as I've heard, there has been physical assault and sexual assault, um, allegations against this guy. Um, his actual name is Jose Torres. He has finally, after fucking years, been arrested. And according to at SWAT Behind Bars, um... This is from yesterday. He had a bond hearing and was denied bail. He's been remanded to federal custody until the trial. Uh, federal custody because these crimes were happening across uh, various state lines. And he was, uh, what is it, the Man Act, right? Where um, doing stuff across state lines in uh, prostitution cases becomes a federal offense. So, um, he, uh, you can report any interactions with him and you can do so without disclosing your identity. Uh, prosecutors have apparently made email and text exchanges, um, and they're not allegedly not going to arrest sex workers. If you come forward, if Joey the player committed a crime against you or victimized you in some way, you should be able to come forward and tell prosecutors, um, and not be charged. That's what they're saying. Um, hopefully that's the case. If you can come forward, please do so. Um, yeah, I'm just hoping they stick to their word. I know it's like scary shit, right? But I'm hoping that they stick to their word and they don't uh, arrest any sex workers. But I hope, um, you know, if there's more people out there who need to report crimes committed against them, I hope that they feel safe enough to do that because this guy's a fucking threat. He's fucking dangerous, you know? Okay. Now, actual news stories. I'm sorry. I'm all sniffly. It's like really gross. Um, both of these are actually off the Daily Beast. Uh, it seems that they've gotten better about their sex work coverage. So that's just interesting to me. And this article is from a couple days ago. Uh, the secret sex workers database that brought down a plastic surgeon accused of rape. I wanted to cover this story because I haven't really, uh, heard a bunch of folks covering it. I thought that maybe this one would trend more just because of the nature of the story. Uh, as far as someone actually being possibly held accountable for, uh, harming sex workers. So, after a high-end escort in Los Angeles believed she was drugged, raped, and filmed without consent by an Ohio plastic surgeon in town for a conference, she logged on to a secret database that women use to warn each other about predatory men. I'm glad they took that out. I think in the first version of this article, they had the website up, and it's just like, please don't. Please don't do that. But it seems that they've taken that out, so that's good. Um, she saw several horrifying reviews of Dr. Manish Gupta, a flashy Toledo doctor who drove a blue Maserati and regularly flew to medical conferences in cities around the U.S. 
Dr. Manish Gupta drugged me during a date, raped me, and recorded this terrible event on video. His medical license should be suspended, according to one review, um, and that's based on uh, court documents. Another said he raped me during the date and recorded a video. Uh, another just simply said he's very dangerous. Others flagged him as a drug user, as wanting escorts to use drugs, and overstaying his time for a session. Uh, some of the reviews go back to 2013, years before the Los Angeles uh, escorts encounter. It would start a chain of events that ended with the arrest of Gupta last week, accused of illegally using clinical drugs, including the horse tranquilizer ketamine, to drug sex workers and sexually assault their motionless bodies and secretly film it. He kept the videos, one filmed as recently as December 17, 2019, yeah, international data and violence against sex workers, and he was raping sex workers, like, on that day. Oh, the irony. Um, so, uh, there were SD cards in a medical bag with t uh, sex toys, syringes, tripods, cameras, Viagra, and narcotics, all stashed in his lock locked office, according to the FBI arrest affidavit. Uh, such online databases are vital for sex worker safety, but they're moving further and further underground in the wake of the so-called SESTA-FOSTA laws signed into law by President Donald Trump in 2018 that make it illegal to knowingly assist, facilitate, or support sex trafficking. Sex workers say it conflates sex trafficking with consensual sex work and potentially criminalizes anything they do, even, uh, even posting about work online. That database figured into Gupta's case... Um, Sorry, let me start that sentence over again. Whew. These sniffles, it's too much. All right. The database that figured into Gupta's case requires users to pay for membership, is hard to join without an invitation, and in light of SESTA-FOSTA, now requires lengthy verification. It's one of a handful of closed-door screening sites that not only protect sex workers, but as the Gupta case shows, can be crucial for securing arrests. Uh, people, there's a direct quote from, I don't know, some nigga named Phoenix Kalita. I don't know who the fuck that is. <laughs> Uh, quote, people are more hesitant to use them now because they don't want to be accused of promoting prostitution. That's how predators are able to continue for so long. There were complaints lodged about this person being a bad date a couple years before the person who went to the police was actually assaulted. Gupta, a high-profile surgeon who even publicized his own surgery-assisted weight loss transformation, owned three artisan cosmetic surgery clinics in Toledo, uh, in Oregon, Ohio, and Taylor, Michigan. He flew to conferences annually in Miami, Chicago, Colorado, Detroit, and California. During a medical conference in L.A. in 2016, uh, he hired a high-class escort known as KB to go to dinner and then spend the night uh, with him at the Ritz-Carlton. Over emails, she said she did not permit him filming her. She said, quote, my, pri my privacy is paramount and I won't be comfortable with being filmed under any circumstances in her emails. According to the FBI affidavit, KB believed that she, uh, she whew, KB believed she was slipped a drug uh, because she woke up the next morning with little memory of the night before. She didn't report to police immediately, but took a drug test, which found benzodiazepines in her system. And when she visited the rape treatment center at UCLA in Santa Monica, uh, where she had a rape kit performed, both tests were later obtained by the FBI. The FBI investigation reveals that employees have suspe suspected Gupta's back as 2000, as far back as 2013. Great, so this guy's just been out raping people since 2013. Great. Actually, fucking probably before that, let's just be honest. <sighs> uh, that's when a woman called the surgery clinic to say she'd been drugged and raped by Gupta. Um, but he blew it off as an extortion attempt, according to the FBI affidavit. 
Employees also say that they found the doctor's black medical bag filled with sex toys, lubricant, empty anesthesia bottles, syringes, lingerie, a blindfold, a tripod with a camera, and narcotics used to sedate patients before surgery, and drugs like ketamine that were never used for plastic surgery procedures. Do you think that maybe they should have fucking told somebody that shit was in his bag? I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, if somebody has sex toys, blindfolds, and ketamine, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, another employee allegedly found 10 to 20 SD cards of videos of Gupta having sex with seemingly unconscious women. They became scared and didn't know what to do, according to the FBI affidavit. Nigga, you report to a fucking authority. That's what the fuck you do. If you see someone raping 20, 20 SD cards with videos... I think there's like 25 plus victims at this point. If you see someone raping 25 people, you should probably fucking tell someone. That's what the fuck you do. Jesus. Uh, However, rather than report him, one employee contemplated using this information to extort money from Gupta. Great. That is a high fucking uh, moral compass you got there, buddy. Uh, The SD cards were only handed over to the FBI when agents got a search warrant in December 2019. The investigation ramped up in late 2019 after a sex worker victim's advocate began uh, collecting accounts of women who'd been drugged, raped, and videotaped by Gupta. During his first court appearance Monday, Assistant uh, U.S. US Assistant Attorney Tracy Tangeman? Tangman? I don't know how to say that. It's T-A-N-G-E-M-A-N. Said that there were 20 different victims in Gupta's videos. On Tuesday, Kimberly Schwarting from the FBI's Cleveland office said they hope media coverage of Gupta's arrest will encourage more victims to come forward. We want to remind them that they can contact the FBI anonymously. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if they're actually going to arrest sex workers if they report. I certainly hope they don't, but you can't report shit to the FBI anonymously. They know who you are. Um, But Kalita from Sex Workers Outreach Project, that's me, uh, said that the new laws make it even more unlikely sex workers would report assaults. Sex work is heavily criminalized in this country, and there's honestly a good chance if you report to police, you're at a risk of being arrested yourself. We do the best we can to screen clients, but it's incredibly difficult. Even when sharing information on databases, that can be seen as criminal, and it's really scary. Both Artisan Cosmetic Surgery and Gupta, via his lawyer, have declined to comment. So, yeah, I just kind of wanted to cover that case because... For there being like 20, I read on another, I think 24 victims on another website. I looked at a couple different um, websites about this story, but I was really surprised it's not getting more traction um, in some of the sex worker circles. Although I guess at the same time though, um, you know, with the coronavirus and all that happening, you know, folks maybe just might not have the time to focus and I get that. But, you know, I do want to bring these things to light as far as saying, you know, this is what happens to sex workers as far as saying, um, obviously it's not right for this to happen to sex workers. This is why we need decrim. And if, you know, you are the victim of a crime and you think that you can report, please fucking do so, you know? Um, Yeah, I took some notes. I'm just, like, scanning my notes real quick. I don't think I have... Oh, something that wasn't in this article that I found in another article. I think it was on uh, NBC. Um, In 2016 and 2019, there were audits done by the Ohio State Board that revealed that Gupta didn't properly report when he used drugs or when drugs were uh, uh, delivered to his businesses. Which is also weird to me because you would fucking think that... um, 
if the state board comes in and says, oh, hey, you got a bunch of these drugs and you didn't report that you got them or you didn't report when you use them, we can't account for where they are. You think that maybe they would have done something, especially since it happened twice. But I guess not. I don't know enough about medical licensing boards, but that seems really fucking suspect, right? Fucking twice it happens. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. I have one more story. Um, shoot, I'm already at like 12 minutes. I'm trying to make it short, y'all. Um, and this is also just an important to know. Uh, the rising porn actor accused of abuse and harassment. And this is filed uh, uh, under hashtag me too, also on the Daily Beast. Um, adult actress Heather Van opened up about the emotional and physical abuse she suffered at the hands of fellow porn actor Tommy Wood, and she's not the only one. And they, um, the way they did this was like more of an interview style, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. Like, we don't need to know about the uh, interview of what, what the fuck the room looked like in Manhattan where they did this interview with her. I want to get to the details of the case, because that's the important part. Um... So, Heather Van said she uh, worked with uh, Wood, and she has been drained. The popular actress, 31, is here to discuss the horrific cycle of psychological and physical abuse she suffered at the hands of Tommy Wood, a rising adult film star who recently had a feature role in the ABN award-winning Drive, and whom ABN, the adult industry's premier trade magazine, recently branded a quote-unquote fresh face. Uh, a little over a week ago, Van tweeted out graphic images of her bruised body to her 84,000-plus followers accompanied by a message. This was not consensual. This happened as a result of wanting to talk out an incident, and he wanted to sleep and talk in the morning. Uh, when I said, no, we talk now, this was my punishment. This man is in porn now. That's fucked up. Um, let's see... And they also mention uh, James Dean, of course, arguably the biggest male star in porn, has been accused of sexual assault by over a dozen women, but recently took home several porn Oscars. And then there's Marcus Dupree, who's been accused by abuse of several uh, uh, several of the adult industry's biggest female stars, including the late August Ames, uh, was made exclusive contract star to adult film studio Brazzers. The astonishing lack of accountability has made it difficult for even porn's biggest female stars to speak about. For Van, it was the Dupree news that inspired her own post about her own abuse. She was browsing Twitter and came along a fellow performer's tweet about Ames' abuse allegations uh, against Dupree. And I was like, whoa, because I'd worked with Marcus and never had a problem. It triggered me. Van said she agreed to give Wood a shot in 2015, and the two began a full-blown relationship with the adult star staying at the male model's home in New Jersey. Uh, but there were warning signs. Um... He started tearing at my intelligence and finding things in me he didn't agree with. He would say I'm stupid because I didn't know how to do certain things. She says she became very subservient to him. It took years to defend herself. The abuse started small. It always fucking starts small. That started showing in the house. Uh, he did a move where he would put his hand over my mouth. Uh, and then eventually it became one hand over the mouth and another around my throat. And I would go limp because I'm not a fighter. He's six foot one and I'm only five foot three. They got into regular arguments over Wood's infidelity as girls uh, would be messaging Van on Instagram saying they'd slept with him. Uh, the cheating started getting to a place where I was getting upset. He didn't like it, so physical stuff started happening more and more. There was slapping, choking, and him holding me down with his body weight. Wow. Um, and then, oh, Jesus Christ, this keeps getting worse. 
Uh, the, Daily Be- the Daily Beast reviewed messages from numerous women saying they'd slept with Wood. One woman expressed alarm, saying he sneakily removed his condom during sex. Okay, so that's rape. Jesus. Um, Wood then insisted that the couple engage in threesomes to bring them closer together. She says she wasn't into the idea, but gave in. Uh, women were visiting their home almost daily to have sex with Wood, while Van would hang out in the other room. This soon escalated to sex party orgies. Again, Van said she agreed because it made Wood happy. They were not necessarily consensual, um, but he... uh, Oh, okay. Those were not necessarily consensual. They were because I did those things, but I did it under pressure. It was like, do this or I'll leave you. It was emotionally horrific and exhausting. She says, I would get drunk to deal with the sex because we were swinging and he was trading me to other couples. I don't like being passed around like a commodity. Being wasted make things go by faster. At one of the orgies, she said she was pushed beyond her breaking point. Van remembers standing in a doorway smoking while Wood was engaged in group sex. A woman asked her to go to the bed. When she stayed still, Wood got angry. Heather, didn't you hear her come into the bed? She recalls him telling her. Uh, I gave him daggers for eyes because no means no for me, but he crossed the line that day. Four guys had sex with me, and I don't know where my head was at. My eyes stayed closed, and I was very limp, and people didn't like that. It felt like I was gang-raped, she says. And it's tough to say, because I walked into the room. It's consensual and non-consensual at the same time. It's a loose thing. He'll say, you agreed to be there because you did this for us, but I did it against every fiber of my being. During the drive home, Van says she wanted to talk about what happened, but Wood refused, saying he was tired. Uh, I couldn't go to anybody else. Who am I supposed to, to talk? Uh, who am I supposed to go to talk to besides my partner, who's the only person who knows what I'm going through? When they got home, Wood said he was going to bed, but Van wanted to go over what happened and how uncomfortable and violated it made her feel. I was standing in the doorway of our bedroom, and he got out of the bed, grabbed my head, and began jerking it around. I'm having the thought that I'm going to die, he's going to snap my neck, and it's stupid, but I was worried about him thinking, if he makes that mistake, he's going to jail. Wow. Um, So then he went back into the bedroom, but he could hear me crying into the couch, so he'd come back in and slap me and say, shut up, I'm trying to sleep. Uh, He started hitting me with pillows and then began grabbing my head and smacking it against the floor, and I looked into his eyes and was like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? He let go of me and went back to the bedroom. Um, and then I kept crying into the pillow, Jesus, and I could hear his footsteps coming and I could feel the blows over and over again. And then it was over. Van took photos of her bruised and battered body. Uh, these were the ones that she'd posted to her Twitter. There were other violent episodes she recalls, including an incident where Wood got physical in an apartment. He put me in a suitcase, Van said, Jesus. Uh, The Daily Beast observed a number of domestic violence incident reports Van filed against Wood, as well as nearly 100 photos of bruises, cuts, and gashes she says were caused by him. In a rambling response to the Daily Beast, Wood did not deny he abused Van, but said, if in any time I were ever to inflict harm or violence to any individual, it would only be out of self-defense. He says that Van stalked him, vandalized his belongings, and would hit, scratch, punch, and throw items at me, calling theirs a toxic relationship. Ah, that's what we're going to go with. Both sides. Okay, never heard that before. Uh, As for the sex parties, he said she would continuously break down, and it was pretty obvious she wasn't the right type of person to explore that lifestyle with. But nigga, you kept doing it, though. Like, that is so fucking shitty to say. She obviously wasn't the right person for that lifestyle, but I kept forcing her into that lifestyle. That's fucking terrible. 
Uh, according to Van, Wood pressured her into signing a document saying he never hit or harmed her and then took her, took her to his bank to notarize it. This was an attempt to silence me after beating my ass, she says. Uh, the Daily Beast reviewed audio of Wood admitting to hitting Van while pressuring her to sign the document. Wood denies he pressured her to sign it, calling it a typical domestic relationship agreement. Now, I don't know what the fuck kind of people y'all be dating, but I have never been in a relationship where I've had to sign a fucking document under duress saying that the person I'm with has never beat my ass. That's not fucking normal. That's not fucking normal. Jesus. Um, in the days since Van posted photos of her bruised body, Wood has engaged in an online Twitter campaign against her, posting choppily edited videos and emails revealing sensitive personal information, including her email address. What a fucking asshole. Uh, he's been doxing me for days, says Van. Then there's the so-called disclaimer video. Thomas recently posted a video of me uh, in my bathtub saying this man has never hit me. That video was made under duress. Um, he said, say what I want or I'm never coming home. And I said whatever he wanted me to say because I wanted him to come home and it was hard and it was shitty to make those videos. You can see it in my eyes. Like, why the fuck am I doing this? It's like a hostage video. Van is not the only performer in the adult industries to have issues with wood. Well, what a fucking shocker there. He's earned a reputation among women in porn for pressuring and harassing them on Instagram to shoot adult scenes with him. Wood mainly shoots amateur content, but recently transitioned into studio porn. Um, he asked me to shoot content with him for OnlyFans at the end of January when I was in L.A. I had a bad gut feeling, so I just said I was too busy. He was super pushy and aggressive and wouldn't take no for an answer, says Sydney Leathers. Oh, Sydney Leathers is fucking amazing. That, like, I trust Sydney. That tells me, like just confirms everything I'm thinking about this guy as I'm reading this motherfucking article. Uh, he kept insisting I had time because he'd only need two hours. Seeing Heather's post definitely validated that weird feeling I had about him. Uh, Leathers adds, there are several known abusers still working in the business, sadly, so I feel it's just really important to call people out on this shit. Another prominent adult star, Bunny Colby, says uh, Van told her of Wood's alleged abuse around the time it happened in 2017. Last year, I started seeing him on Twitter, shooting content with people, and put two and two together. Since Wood belonged to a legitimate porn agency, 101 Modeling, he has what Colby calls a veil of reputability, because this is a guy who uh, only shoots content and doesn't do pro scenes, really. When the Daily Beast reached out to 101 Modeling, uh, they simply said, we have removed Tommy Wood from our site and no longer represent him. We hope that the situation finds the proper ending. How delightfully fucking vague. Um... Wood sent many, many DMs to Colby uh, via Instagram, pressuring her to shoot with him. I never responded. It was a series of DMs. I know there's tons of people on Twitter ha who have complained, whether using his name or not, and that he's very insistent on shooting content and will not take no for an answer, even if it's directly given. One prominent adult star who declined to be named out of fear of retaliation called Wood Creepy and says Vaughn texted her photos of Wood's alleged abuse years ago. He bullied me in real life to have sex with him when I didn't want to. I did say okay after he kept asking, but this, but this unfortunately is behavior that I didn't recognize at the time as being wildly inappropriate or rape culture behavior. Then later on, he asked me numerous times to shoot content. I always said no. Wood denies being creepy to performers, but says being direct can be viewed wrongly. Because you fucking kept asking after you were told no, you fucking creep. Jesus, you fucking rapist. God. All right. Despite Wood's online smear campaign, Van says she feels heartened by the positive response to her post and is glad to be speaking out. She knows that those in the industry who can be branded as difficult, but says she feels it's an important step to help the culture move forward. 
things need to change, she says. Van is in a much better place now. On March 9th, she wrote, Hey everyone, woke up. Twitter's blown up. I've been holding back for a long time. I feared judgment and humiliation. I'm a shy type. Um, on the contrary, you have my back. Thank you. So yeah, that's fucking wild. So that was uh, Tommy Wood. Or was it Woods? I think it was just Wood. Yeah, Tommy Wood. So um, if you're into trying to ethically uh, source your porn, don't get anything involved with this guy. And it's just really unfortunate that that's still an issue in the porn industry. It's fucking scary. But, you know, predators are everywhere and we have to call them out. So that's why I wanted to cover that. Um... Just, you know, to get stuff out there. So, yeah, the Gupta case, because I'm not seeing a ton of um, people talking about it, and now this Tommy Wood shit, this is fucked up. Um, I'm really scared for, like, the follow for this, because I guarantee there's going to be sex workers who are like, oh, I shot with him, and it was rape. Like, I just, that's just going to be coming, so. All right, it has been 25 minutes. These are supposed to be short. This one's kind of long, but double story, but important things. And of course, don't forget how we started this with the at swap behind bars. You can find the uh, that Twitter thread um, on their Twitter account. Um, if you have anything about Joey the player and you want to come forward, please just reach out. Um, we'll try to do things as anonymously as possible. And, you know, we'll see what happens. All right. Um, thank you for hanging out with me. Try to stay as safe as possible. Uh, if you like what we do, don't forget you can always hit us up on our PayPal um, or become a Patreon member. And yeah, that's the thing. All right, try to stay safe and uh, wash your fucking hands. Thank you. All right, seriously, wash your hands, wash your ass, wash your whole fucking body. Um, try to stay safe with this coronavirus. All right, I'm out of here, y'all.